0: Nasty girl. Insatiable. All real.
1: Hello, and welcome to Friends I'd Like to Drink With. This is your co host, Chloe.
0: And this is your co host, Julia, and welcome back. I know. Welcome back to our show. We are
1: recapping the hometown state of The Bachelor. So mm. much juicy stuff. We have so much more to talk about, though. However, before we start on this recap, Julia, what are you drinking tonight?
0: Ooh, okay. I'm drinking, I feel like I drank this before in a past episode. It's my secret cocktail. It is what? a secret cocktail? diet coke (laughs) you know it's gonna be a good one when it has diet coke (laughs) I know Um, what the next is aged vodka (laughs) and three lemons Mm -mm -mm. I know it sounds weird but you know
1: it's good that sounds so delicious. I'm so jealous. I'm guessing Tito's because you don't drink any other kind of vodka.
0: I wish I was that luxurious, but it's not Tito's. It's um it's Absolute <laughs> vodka. <laughs> You're drinking Absolute vodka? Yeah, do you like Absolute? Oh, my gosh,
1: I hate Absolute. It's very oh. weird. <laughs> Every time I have it, no, it's crazy. I know when it's in a drink I taste oh. it and it is the worst tasting thing like my tongue my tasting buds don't go well. like when I tell people I'm like if you bought absolute like I can't drink it not because I'm being a baby but because like the taste is so strong that like yeah. I don't know it has a weird taste I don't like it no, sorry my
0: but. drink has mm, I'm kind of tasting <laughs> absolutely
1: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. It's like so crazy. It's unlike any other.
0: I know. Well, I didn't have a lot of choices because so weird, but we keep all our alcohol in my sister's room. And so I just go through these bags and like see what we have. And we had two bottles of Absolute and vodka doesn't expire, right? Is what we decided. No,
1: people give that away because it's like so bad. (laughs) Like, oh shit no but then some people weirdly will drink absolute like when I worked as a waitress people definitely ordered absolute in their drinks as a choice and I was like how oh, is this a choice
0: it's very like a reminder of high school like I remember drinking absolute in high school like the bottle oh. at the parties at the Scripps I Ranch party. <laughs> oh my god like Ciroc. the blue Ciroc bottle yeah, yeah Ciroc was high school and then like college was like New Amsterdam
1: definitely also something really crazy do you remember when we would steal alcohol from our parents well I definitely did this and I would like mix every type of alcohol from my parents bar and put it into like a <laughs> water bottle yeah. and I would like drink it and like pass it to my friends and people are like oh my god this is so awesome It's all these types of alcohol so it tasted like disgusting uh-huh. I remember a guy like poured it he was like you can't drink this what are you doing to yourself and like threw it and I, was, like, <laughs> I was like oh my gosh like that is my prized alcohol like I was like, <laughs> I worked really hard for
0: that because like, you know how yeah. sneaky you have to be? Yeah. you. It's alcohol. <laughs> like when you're in high school, it's so precious, like it's the, such everything. a luxury and it's so hard to get, you know, like, you know, oh my god, like it's rare, Canadian. you
1: know? Oh my God. I feel like <laughs> I'm developing a Canadian accent a little
0: bit Dude, and I kind of love it because I want to be Canadian. Too. Okay. What are you drinking?
1: <laughs> I am drinking a tequila soda with three limes.
0: Oh my and, gosh.
1: I know. Look at me being so adventurous, like, so delicious.
0: Oh my gosh. I wish I could drink a tequila soda, but I just don't like the taste of it at all. Like I feel like you have to be like this beautiful, strong, mature person to drink a tequila soda and you are it.
1: I am so brave. I've never felt so alive in my life. <laughs> Tasting this tequila on my tongue is just <laughs> it's like bursts of fireworks every time my tongue touches a tequila.
0: What soda. what kind of tequila did you use? I did Patron Silver on our the drinking tip of my word? tongue.
1: Our drinking word today is falling because the only thing they could talk about now is whether or not they're in love with each other because they're forced into this kind of position. So every time we say falling or fall or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe love, let's sprinkle that in. You have to take a sip Ooh. of your lovely drink. I'll be drinking my tequila soda. Julia will be drinking her special drink with the Diet Coke (laughs) and vodka. And we will be living because tonight is a good night. We're finally in like the episodes are getting pretty, pretty good. I'm kind of liking it. No drama.
0: Yeah. So let's get into some Bachelor Nation drama before we get into our Matt James drama. So just a little update on the Chris Harrison, Rachel Kirkconnell, Rachel Lindsay, Matt James racist situation that we have all been lucky enough to witness. So Matt James has finally spoken out via Instagram, via another little texted statement um, on his feelings on both Rachel Kirkconnell's racist past and um, Chris Harrison and Rachel Lindsay's interview. Do you wanna read that, Chloe?
1: Yeah, I actually have it right here. So Matt James says, the past few weeks have been some of the most challenging of my life. And while there are several episodes left of the season, it is important that I take the time to address the troubling information that has come up to light since we wrapped filming, including the incredibly disappointing photos of Rachel Kirkonnell and the interview between Rachel, Lindsay, and Chris Harrison. The reality is that I'm learning about these situations in real time. And it has been devastating and heartbreaking to put bluntly. Chris's failure to receive an understanding the emotional labor that my friend Rachel Lindsay was talking on about gracefully and patiently explaining the racist history of the antebellum South, a painful history that every American should understand intimately, was troubling and painful to watch. As Black people and allies immediately knew and understood, it was a reflection of a much larger issue that the Bachelor franchise has fallen short on addressing adequately for years. This moment has sparked critical conversations and reporting, raised important questions, and resulted in inspiring displays of solidarity from The Bachelor Nation. It has also pushed me to reevaluate and process what my experience on The Bachelor represents, not just for me, but for all the contestants of color, especially the Black contestants of the season and seasons past, and for you, the viewers at home. I will continue to process this experience and you will hear more from me in the end. My greatest prayer is that this is an inflection point that result in real and institutional change for the better.
0: Mm. Cool. Very powerful. I thought, what are your thoughts on it? I mean,
1: I, I feel, I feel like really like taking a, you know, it's, it's powerful and I'm really happy that he spoke up and I think this is a great step moving forward. And I really respect his bravery for posting that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I I thought it was very interesting that he called out the franchise for their racist past. And um, specifically, that he spoke about the um, Old South Ball that Rachel Kirkconnell went to. And yeah, and then he said, we'll hear more from him soon. So, okay. Let's just yeah. say that Rachel wins and he ends up proposing to Rachel at the end of this, and then take his statement into consideration like, yeah, do you think they would stay together?
1: I don't think they're together. I have a feeling, I just know I feel it. They're not together.
0: See, I could see him staying with her. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I really, I, know. I really don't think so. And I think maybe that part where he said he has more to say in the end, mm-hmm. I think was kind of like maybe a little wound to her. So I don't know. I think, I don't think they're together. I don't know how they could be together at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, To be honest, I just think it's, it just isn't going to work no matter how much love is there. And I Mm. I mean, I don't know, I do, I, whatever makes them happy. And if, if that's being together, I totally root for that, you know, but I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of her, obviously.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just like, can't imagine if she, you know, did win and then Matt James hearing all of this shit come out about her and how devastating that would be and oh yeah. god yeah very but hurtful very painful his statement his statement was also interesting because a lot the majority of it was directed towards chris harrison and chris yeah. harrison's fuck up
1: definitely definitely it's i thought i thought that was good that he addressed that and like especially his conversation with rachel Lindsay, which definitely needs to be talked about. And yeah, I think he highlighted a lot of really crucial points that moving forward can. He's just he called everyone out and I thought that was mm-hmm. good. So, um yeah.
0: and I feel like also he was kind of reevaluating what his role as the first Black Bachelor yeah. actually meant. And I also think, you know, we have to remember, he's never been on this show before. And he probably yeah. has never watched the show. Maybe he a bronze season with Tyler Cameron. But he doesn't Definitely. realize how racist the show has yeah. been in the past. So I think Definitely. now with everything happening, he's re-evaluating like, what is this show? And what is my role in this show? And like, what do I mean to you know, the producers, to ABC like I think it's yeah. made him reanalyze everything oh yeah and take responsibility for it and I think he is I feel like he was a little timid to
1: take that kind of position and I don't think he realized how much power it would have but I do think I have like this instinctual feeling that he is moving towards that and is kind of like oh shit you know this is gonna be work but like I'm gonna do it so I kind of mm. feel that from him and I think maybe by taking that stand he couldn't continue his relationship with Ra- with Rachel. I don't yeah. know, but I just, I, I do, know. I have a feeling I don't think they're together, but I'm it's really crazy. happy that he called them out. Called everyone out.
0: Yeah, me too. And- yeah. And going off of that, so there were rumors last week that the women to all was not going to air because they yeah. are trying to cut out parts of Chris Harrison, which is interesting. But I do think it's gonna air. But then that brings the question like, so Chris Harrison with his interview with Rachel Lindsay said that in the woman to all, they talk about Rachel Kirkconnell's like racist past coming out. And do you think they're going to cut that part in The Women to All that's going to air next week? I don't know. Wait, when was this filmed? Mm, I don't know. Maybe like it had to be like a couple weeks ago, maybe three or four. And more information has come out. I feel like they might edit
1: it out a little bit. I don't know. They're definitely going to make edits to this episode. Do you think,
0: wait, do you think Sarah's going to be there? Mm, yeah, probably. Unless she said like she didn't want to go it seems like it's going to be like a full woman tell all because she had a big part in the beginning of the season
1: yeah she did I'm excited for the woman tell all though I'm not gonna lie I think it's gonna be
0: yeah it's gonna be entertaining I'm low-key excited to see the queen again I'm not gonna lie
1: me too and just have see all the girls like together talking I don't know it it feels nostalgic a little bit
0: yeah and I want to see like you know the women tell all is like every contestant's like paradise um bachelor in paradise audition so it'll be interesting to see like what they put out there you know what I mean I am so
1: excited for paradise I am like counting down the days. I think that
0: actually might be somewhat soon, right? I think what they're doing is they're going to tape the next Bachelorette season, and then it's going to be Paradise. But that's going to be insane because it's going to be women from Pilot Pete season, women from Matt James season, Women, men from Claritatia season then men from The Next Bachelorette. It's going to be the competition to get on that show. These girls
1: are fighting for it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. And then, yeah, of course, you have to have the reoccurring ones, the ones that are just Paradise mm-hmm. people, and they're on every single season, and it's so entertaining. Paradise is my favorite, guys, like, my favorite.
0: So much better than, like, normal Bachelor, Bachelorette. Like, the drama and the couples and just, like, oh amazing it's like love island oh my
1: gosh love island okay so should we get into the show and recapping it yeah Let's just get into it. So we start off with a preview of what the episode is going to be. So we get a preview and you see Serena P and her sister telling her that she's not smitten. And yeah, Julia called it before anyone else did. You knew that this girl didn't love Matt and I thought she was in love with him.
0: Nah, bro. She's a Scorpio. Like she is like a true Scorpio where she's, you can tell she moves slow. She's very guarded, like she said, and I feel like Matt and maybe the process is just too much for her. Definitely. Um, But then, yeah, we also see that there's
1: something that goes wrong during skydiving and them jumping out of planes. (laughs) A skydiving accident. Oh, gosh. They're always dealing with heights during these, like, last couple episodes and them fighting Mm -hmm. that and then for something to go wrong. Dude, but
0: um, that was crazy. We'll get into that. But that fall was insane. Yeah, I feel
1: really bad.
0: Yeah, like, Rachel, <laughs> no matter how racist you are, like, you did not deserve that fall. No one no. does. Okay, let's so just bad. get into it. So, basically, we get – can we just dive into the episode? Do you care? Yeah, well, should we just say that Matt was doing some ab work?
1: Oh, yeah. That was so weird. He is such a good promoter for Peloton.
0: Shout out okay. to
1: Peloton. Yeah,
0: like, Peloton is 100% we can now confirm, like, a guaranteed sponsor of the show. Oh, yeah, they are. He was doing exactly what the person on the
1: screen was doing, like doing the app work. That is so cool. So you could check your form. I don't know. Someone yeah. kind of wants to buy a Peloton. you should (laughs) but yeah so we get right
0: into it and Matt is nervous he talks about that he wants to meet all of the families yeah he's like excited for hometowns and then it is a new day and it's he who must not be named and the woman oh yeah and he who must not be named kind of like explains hometowns and you know we're still in COVID times even though I feel like the bachelor is bringing in so many people that it's like you might as well fly to the other places the other hometowns but I know (laughs) right coming to
1: Nemecolin
0: yeah so everyone has um the people they care the most for coming to Nemecolin so Serena has her mom dad and sister Talia did you catch that Chris Harrison or sorry he who must not be named called Rachel Rach he was like Rach oh my gosh no I did not catch that they were, like, really good friends, I think. Because remember that so time weird. a couple episodes ago, she was like, hi, Sunshine. Did yeah,
1: you- do you think they
0: were, like, secretly flirting with each other? Oh, my God, they
1: probably like were. Sending each other code messages through Sunshine and Rach. all of that other stuff. Rage. But, yeah, yeah, he also looks extremely pale.
0: Yeah, I'm telling He, he looks does not different. look good. I think yeah. they stopped editing, like, stopped face tuning him after – He got canceled, quote unquote canceled. And now you can like see
1: his his sorry you could see his foundation. It's like very
0: clear. So weird, like the powder on his face and his wrinkles. Yeah, his forehead wrinkles like you can see. And I swear we should watch the first episodes. Like you can't see it, but so rage. Um, her mom, dad, and sister Trinity is coming. I just thought it was funny that her sister's name was Trinity. Trinity. Me too. Um, <laughs> or Michelle's mom and dad is coming. And then Brie's best friend Brie, her mom. And her baby sister are coming. Her too.
1: baby sister. Oh, mm. but yeah, Bree starts crying, and she's just perfect. And then Serena sheds like a little tear. And mm. then yeah, so he who must not be named announces that Michelle has a first one-on-one. So of course, we all want to see the lovely Michelle going on a date with mm-hmm. Matt. So it's like it's, it, that is sunshine, and mm. it's really cute because she was saying that when she's around Matt, she feels like 100 herself. <laughs> And that today she's bringing Minnesota to Nemecolin. And <laughs> she is so excited wearing like this purple sweater. Yeah, she and looks so cute. But yeah, so she, they're like riding bikes. And Matt, so they meet and Matt says that their attraction to each other is undeniable. And that he's like super nervous to meet her family. And then they start yeah. riding bikes like in between the trees.
0: Yeah, and they're, like, both so athletic. They're, like, holding hands and riding a bike with one hand. And, like, Matt is, like, riding a bike with one leg. It's crazy.
1: Oh, my gosh. He, like, lifts up his leg, like, as if he's, like, a dog. He's, like, I want my (laughs) kids zipping through, like, kicking Michelle, however, has never looked so maternal in my life. Like I was like then picturing her being the mom, just like riding with one hand, like looking at the children as they pass the lake with their bikes. And it was priceless.
0: (laughs) It was so cute. And then they walk into a building and there's a sign and it says Miss Young's classroom. They walk in and it's a Zoom call of all her kids, which was so Honestly, this was the best, like, hometown date I've seen.
1: It was the cutest, the remote learning, the auditorium. Like, I felt like I was at school while she was talking to her students. And she just is a ray of sunshine. Like, I just, I I don't know. I'm going to, like, start crying. I think she's just so perfect, like, a perfect human being. And, of course, she's a teacher. And so, yeah, we get all of these little kids, like, up on the wall, the projector. And... (laughs) you know they're kind of like grilling matt but they start off by being like oh is that your boyfriend and matt like he's <laughs> the weirdest laugh where, like his head goes back that's he's like, <laughs> dude
0: that's like his <laughs> laugh that he does with everyone his voice force laugh it's like this <laughs> and it's like mm, you don't have to push it that far
1: But he does. And he, like, makes the moment. He, like, holds onto Michelle as she's, like, (laughs) falling down with laughter.
0: He makes it, like, a dramatic, like, scene. Every time he does the laugh, like, he makes it this huge deal.
1: It's like you could hear the laugh from miles away, but you could also see it because it's so big. It's, like, such a big burst of energy of Sagittarius Matt. (laughs) His laughs are priceless, Matt. We are... You should like wear shirts that are of him laughing. Like, you know, when he's like, said his back and he's laughing.
0: I'm so <laughs> dumb, uh. but you know, these kids are making Matt giggle. And honestly, yeah. these kids are so mature. Like, that one girl, Elise, who Michelle wrote that letter to, and she was like yeah. reading the letter that Michelle wrote. And I was like, dude this kid is such a better reader than I am. Like I was like having flashbacks of when I was trying to read like (laughs) Rachel Kirkconnell's like Instagram apology on the podcast. And I was like, fuck, I messed up so many times. And this girl, Elise, perfect reader. Okay, I was having a
1: hard time reading it from my Instagram as well. It was like really hard to- It's
0: hard. The font is so small.
1: Like it's- you can't
0: really like- Yeah, Michelle's letter that she wrote, Elise, like the font was probably bigger. So that's like why she's a better (laughs) reader than us.
1: Definitely, definitely. I mean, it is a lot easier when it's all spaced out. Like those Instagram posts are like so small. I like my eyes already have I'm basically blind I have actually realized like now I can't see street signs for street cleanings and I just I'm like okay I gotta get some glasses (laughs) all good I've just been yeah I don't really wear them I've had those glasses since we were like sophomores in high school yeah. I need to get the prescription changed. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause my eyesight has <laughs> worsened a lot and it's something that I try to live with and I've adapt. Like I could see, no, I'm nearsighted. I could see near like, like in front of me, but I cannot see far away for shit. It's like, so blurry. Mm. But yeah, so (laughs) we're on my glasses tangent. I mean, I am basically blind. So, but yeah, so these kids are just being silly. They're asking if Michelle is going, if they're going to have kids. And Matt's like, I want a lot of them. Like he's just, but I feel like he doesn't want kids though.
0: I don't know. No, I feel like he's really good with kids. Like I thought he handled all the questions super well. And he works with kids, like his ABC food tours are with kids so I mean I don't know he doesn't want kids anytime soon though that's for sure that's that's what I mean like it's not in the
1: near future it's definitely like 10 years from now yeah and just
0: like (laughs) watching them on this um hometown date I wish we saw more of them And I wish we saw more of her. Because I feel like we've barely seen her.
1: We've barely seen her, but also they've been cutting this episode so short. Like there really isn't much. And especially the hometowns, like usually it's like a full-on day. Like it's just a huge event. And here it was so fast and weird and like one-sentence conversations. But yeah, so the kids give Matt a two thumbs up. So he is just (laughs) approved in their eyes. They Mm. love Matt. And then they go on this really cute picnic and it's did you notice that they have like apple juice boxes like no they had God, them beside no them with like brown paper bags like they were truly trying to be as if they were in school like the bachelor producers were totally into that okay venue. that's
0: weird it's not Nothing really
1: like weird <laughs> like, like if there was a juice box like I wouldn't I don't think I would drink
0: it. (laughs) That's disgusting. Okay, let's (laughs) move on from that. So that is like so weird. If someone like handed you you on a date and someone was like, here's your drink. It's a juice box.
1: I would because I feel like you could taste the cardboard in those juice boxes. Dude, (laughs) unless it was
0: a Capri Sun. I would drink Mm. a Capri Sun. That sounds like so much fun.
1: That sounds really refreshing, actually, like on a hot summer day.
0: Yeah, they should have had those. But okay, so... Night portion of The family Should we go there? Definitely One note Matt does say that Every time he spends more time with Michelle Really? can see
1: himself with her Yeah
0: mm. So that's kind of
1: cute He really likes her
0: But I thought it was so interesting So he meets her family And they sit down And Michelle reveals that She was a late arrival to her family And she didn't yeah. know that she was walking into a rose ceremony So Yeah did she A, not know that she was going to be a late arrival? Like, did she think she was going to be there the first night?
1: Oh, definitely. And I think, yeah, yeah, for sure. So all of these girls were definitely lied to by the producers, which is kind of sad. Like, I would want to know I was going in mid-season because obviously you don't really have that much of a chance with him and you're, like, quarantining. You are giving up your entire life. They put way too much trust in these producers.
0: Do you think that they, like her and ryan and all the girls who came in second do you think they came in at the same time as the first group of women and then the producers just held off on bringing them in or do you think they came in later like, I think they
1: just came in later, but like they wouldn't know that people are out there quarantining. They wouldn't have any information. They're not allowed to see each other. They're probably escorted by certain people into the hotel so they don't run into them. I feel like they definitely have like the full control. And I mean, of course, like I would think I would trust the producers. And I mean, we're not saying they're doing horrible things, but I mean, yeah, that's pretty shady. But I guess you do sign off, like you know, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, know? but then this just made me think about Heather and yeah. like. What Heather thought she was getting into, you know, like Heather probably maybe thought she was going in on, uh, I don't know, like week two of the show.
1: I feel so bad for Heather. Honestly, that's like really sad because she did put in like a lot of effort and work. Yeah. We get into the night date. I do love her parents though. Like the energy, Mm -hmm. like their welcoming energy is so infectious.
0: Yeah. Like they're so cute. Her her dad dad so cute.
1: I I don't know if I could have a second dad. Mm-hmm. I pretty much would want him because he is just the most supportive, warm person. Do you want me to just get into like her talking to yeah, with her dad? Her father does open up about her past relationships and how they weren't good, but he does mention that she's back to her old playful self. And I don't know. I can't imagine Michelle not
0: smiling. But when her dad, like her parents, were talking about how she was in a really hard place, like I want to know about this. I and know there's nothing. Too. Yeah,
1: we don't, she hasn't talked about it. So I don't know if it was like past relationships or what, but it
0: was- has she talked about it and it got cut? Yeah. Yeah, and maybe like her dad and her had a conversation about it and it got cut.
1: I know, I want to know what it is. That's like, I don't know what why they would erase it. It's
0: It's so ominous. But also, did you notice that Michelle was like, when she was telling her dad, like what she liked about- Matt she said that he's making these gardens for inner city kids so they can grow their own fruit like fruit and vegetables
1: yeah I didn't hear about this I know I also noted that as well and we haven't once heard about this I think that's a beautiful thing and I think he is starting to open up more too and he kind of does that with Michelle about like making a
0: change I feel like the show has cut out so many things about him like I don't think this is the first time he's talking about this stuff I think he's talked about it but the show literally like we don't know anything about him and honestly we don't know anything about the four the three girls left
1: oh definitely they cut out everything and yeah I don't know I ugh, it sucks and I, I we want to hear about that we want to know what like Matt's passions are they do kind of talk about it how their paths kind of their passions do align so mm-hmm. obviously like they both have interesting kids and like working with kids and obviously making a difference so I think that should have been noted earlier on but yeah I mean I do I do love the dad He is a little skeptical because he's like, you know, she could be in love, he could be in love with other girls. I don't know. He seems pretty supportive. It's like whatever makes Michelle happy, like he's down with it and he's gonna be there to pick her back up if she falls. He's like the most,
0: yeah. I think the mom, the mom was the same and it was a pretty normal hometown. They played some basketball, but then at the end, when it's just Matt and Michelle, she says that she's falling in love with him. And he doesn't say anything back. He just kisses her. I know, he's, and, he's, and he's only
1: said it back to Rachel.
0: Mm-hmm. Did he say? And, did he say I'm falling in love with you to Rachel? Or he didn't say I'm in love, right? He said I'm falling for you too to Rachel, he, right?
1: Yeah, he's he's definitely mentioned mentioned it several times, and he he tells her dad later on in the episode. So it's like mm. he's. Rachel knows but yeah sorry one second I feel like there was wait so the dad asks Matt if he's in love and Matt says that he's falling but he doesn't say Mm. love but he I think he definitely is falling for Michelle maybe it's not love yet but he's like definitely almost there because they have like such a deep connection
0: But But why didn't he say it back to her then? Like I want to do for you too.
1: Well, remember Ben Higgins? That was his biggest mistake. He said it to (gasps) the last two girls, and it
0: haunted him. Lauren, (gasps) like,
1: what broke up with him for it? For telling Jojo that he loved her. Yeah, maybe.
0: (laughs) Never forget Jojo's face when he said it back to her, and she was like, "What? You're allowed to say that." And then this fucking guy fucked her in the end because she thought she was gonna win because he said I love you too. Oh, poor girl. But
1: but it's a bachelor. Like he was also in love with and He couldn't help it. Ben's just like a lover.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he should that, have had, done that. that had never happened before though Like the Bachelors was thing, crazy. I love you That was insane Because
1: he was in love with two women Rewatch Ben Higgins season It is so good and JoJo That's is good. just Oh, I kind of want to rewatch that soon That sounds amazing
0: Dude, yeah Okay, so yeah So he tells the dad he's falling for her But doesn't say it to Ma- to Michelle But it's definitely a better response Than, we'll get to it later But when he <laughs> <Yeah. Reese>. says <laughs> but let's move on to rachel let's move on to rach so yeah i was listening to chatty broads today and they brought up something that i completely forgot do you remember the first episode when matt james like did that prayer and asked everyone to prayer and rachel started crying (gasps) oh yes that was her yeah so i'm tying this to like do we think Rach actually likes him because that was so sketchy that she was like oh, I'm actually crying because he put everyone into a prayer she's kind of a stoic person though she doesn't really show many emotions
1: so I feel like she's another Madison <laughs> I don't know that's what I thought mm. I was like oh my god she's like a hardcore Christian and that kind of makes sense
0: yeah I don't know I just feel like that's something to keep in mind because I forgot that that was her and yeah it's just a little sketch but so he sees Rach driving up in this car and his smile is so fucking big like he loves her yeah they're
1: definitely definitely in love and as she's driving she's like Matt and I talk about trust and she kind of talks about how Matt said, I love you back basically, and how she's just Mm -hmm. super happy. And that car is just really weird though. It looks like an insect. Did you catch that? I don't know
0: what Rach was doing, but um, it was interesting because he's like, yeah, um, in a voiceover, when I like someone, you know, I always give them a hard time and I always give Rachel a hard time. I'm like, "Um, sir, when did you give her a hard time? When you gave her a shopping spree? I'm never going yeah, fuck with her.
1: He is so so sweet to her and but okay so Matt says thinks it's going to be a, a revenge date. She puts a blindfold over him and then he puts him in the car and they go driving and Matt is just laughing hysterically kind of scared. <laughs> he comes out of the car and guess what? They're jumping out of a plane today. They are going skydiving. Matt is so excited because, as he claims, he's a thrill seeker. And they're going to freefall 120 miles per hour from 12,000 feet to 5,000. What wow, can go your wrong? No- <laughs> your notes are
0: pretty great this week.
1: Thank you. I just thought that was really interesting. And they kept saying, what can go wrong? Mm-hmm. Foreshadowing what is yet to happen. But yeah, they're constantly doing these kind of dates where it's kind of like a metaphor for the relationship and they have to trust each other and they have to jump out of the plane just hoping to have their soulmate down below.
0: Yeah, they always do these height things, but I don't know. They go skydiving. It's great. And I just, okay. So yeah, first I think we should note like when Matt, when Matt landed, (laughs) he's like laying on his instructor. She was like, in, like barely breathing just so happy just, he's like, literally in such high a off life. euphoria like <laughs> he reminds me so much of someone and I know and just like literally just soaking it all up <laughs> just like this poor instructor like Matt probably felt thought he was like falling in love with the instructor too
1: wait who does he remind you of
0: um a n
1: Oh, got it. (laughs) Definitely, but yeah. And he's like laying on the ground. He sees Rachel. He's like Rachel, Rachel. (laughs) And he was like, he was like, oh my gosh. He sees heaven, and she comes down and
0: oh my god, goes
1: head first, like I mean, face to the ground.
0: Dude, that was terrible. Like i that was so hard to watch.
1: that was very cringy, and I felt really bad for her,
0: like, yeah, that really was a bad, fall. but honestly, okay, I'm just gonna say like this fall kind of works for her favor because. I just listened to this theory. So definitely, I think this is the point where he falls in love with her because as we know, she falls and there's no paramedics there, you know only Matt is there to check on her which is weird to me because like that fall was pretty serious but like he literally like thought she died and like just look (sighs) at Matt. Matt's yeah. never been in love before. He is high, like, off of his adrenaline from skydiving. And then he thinks this woman that he just skydived with died. Like, all yeah. these feelings, he probably thinks this is, like, he's falling in love with her.
1: Well, I mean, he even notes that, you know, I didn't realize how deep I felt for you until yes. i thought you know you were gone and yeah i mean i think those kind of <laughs> life and death situations really bring things into perspective for people and they are very monumental because yes. we're always so scatterbrained so when those moments happen it's very impactful so i think that definitely opened his eyes a little bit and then she you know she was the one who was hurt so they have this kind of connection from it and he was very sweet like i don't know he was kissing her like they were gently kissing it was was beautiful
0: yeah they definitely have a connection I just like she like really put on a tough face because like there's I want to see her bruises like me too I want to see like how bad she was hurt because that shit was insane like and she handled it so calmly but did you notice she like fell and her hair was all crazy and then the next like scene her hair was perfect (laughs)
1: yeah yeah yeah. So crazy. I'm wondering, does she, they don't have makeup artists on set though. So she probably fixed it her herself.
0: They might've helped her out because they probably, cause I, I totally, cause she talks about it with yeah. mom later. Her entire face was bruised and I'm sure it was. They probably helped her cover yeah. it up because they don't want to show that like she got this Kinda, hurt on the
1: show. And they have to for production purposes. Yeah. They can't show that. Definitely. But yeah, Yeah. so they're just, you know, madly in love with each other. So do we want to just get into when Matt meets her parents?
0: Yeah, let's get into it. So obviously, I feel like you and I are both, I feel like everyone is just so nervous for this hometown. I was so nervous. I was like, what are her parents going to look like? What are they going to act like? Like, they're just
1: these people that we've talked about so much and know so much about. And then, yeah, we're seeing them on the stage
0: with Matt. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Like, did you ever watch the movie Get Out? I did. I felt like we were watching Get Out, like, just because, like, this family has these certain beliefs off of what has come out in the internet. I'm not saying they have these beliefs, but just off of the evidence I've seen. Yeah. And then you have this black man walking into this room, and then we know all this shit that Rachel's done. And it's. So uncomfortable. Like, I was like having anxiety watching it. It's
1: very uncomfortable. And I feel, yeah, I feel bad. I feel like he's about to be, you know, a little victimized
0: or something. I don't know. I was, I was definitely like, well, it's also like he doesn't know that they have these beliefs, you know? And so I can't imagine how he must feel re-watching this episode and knowing definitely. what he knows now and then reanalyzing all the behavior, you know? And definitely. also, do you think they edited this hometown? I think they've edited all of them to condense them
1: a lot because there really wasn't much content. But yeah, they probably definitely edited out certain things?
0: Because I have a theory. So I know okay. I'm jumping ahead, but like, okay, I have a theory and I know I'm jumping ahead, but you know how on every hometown, there's one family that's just not supportive of the, the relationship. And, you know, yes. usually for the bachelor, it's like the dad is not supportive. So obviously we'll get into it, but the dad, Rachel's dad was giving those vibes, right? Um Definitely. I have a theory that Before everything came out, Rachel's hometown was the one where like the family didn't approve and, you know, it was like giving mad anxiety and all this stuff. And then once everything came out, I feel like the show did edit it down and didn't make it a storyline at all.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, he was like already kind of grilling him like, oh, how can this happen in such a short amount of time? Like no one could fall in love. Like, like, I don't know. He was definitely acting like a lot of other dads that I've seen on the show that end up grilling.
0: Yeah. But him, he so. honestly, maybe I'm looking to like very much into it because we know what we know, but okay. Can we just get into the dad? because let's just get into it okay so you know yeah what you said he's talking to out and he doesn't like the situation and all this stuff and i'm just like getting bad vibes like there's some bad energy going on but when the dad is talking to rachel he's he's had a couple drinks i don't know if you noticed this but he's had multiple drinks in the hometown i mean he was saying like weird things like crap like how she could have crapped her
1: pants skydiving like i thought he that said was that weird yeah, he's like, "What, did you crap your pants?" So like, I don't oh know, God, yeah, I could definitely. Now like reflecting on it, especially
0: like when there's like <laughs> cameras
1: around and he was a little
0: too relaxed. Like, did you see I his don't know. eyes? Like he had drunk eyes. Like he had bags, oh. these ba- I'm not like trying to like go after her dad, but like yeah, he looked drunk to me and I could tell that he had had multiple drinks because of like in one scene when he was talking to Matt, he had a tall glass. And then another scene when he was talking to Rachel, he had a short glass.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, he was definitely drunk, definitely drunk. But yeah, she even says that, you know, it might be naive of me, but I do think that I'm different and that she is because he was like, oh, you know, he's probably saying, you know, he's falling in love with everyone. And she's like, no, like, that's I mean, he's not doing it to like three other girls. Like she's being realistic. So that was kind of rude of him. But yeah, and then do we just want to get to when Rachel and Matt talk at the end?
0: Yeah, I mean, nothing really happens in her hometown again. And Matt told her, told Rachel that he told her family that he's falling in love with her. And he wants to ask for a blessing for marriage, but he didn't want to do it today just to like check off a box, which I appreciate. Definitely.
1: And I I really like that. You can tell she was like a little sad about it. But I mean, she actually was sad about it. She did talk about it in an interview. But yeah, I mean, you shouldn't just ask that for the sake of it. And I don't know, why don't you ask the mother as well? Because the mother, like, you know, carried that child in her womb. You know what I mean? Why would you ask the dad? But this okay, is, it is what it is.
0: It's too I traditional. hate the society we live in. Like, first, like, why? Okay, let's just get into this just for a second. Yeah. Because I feel like definitely. ranting. Why yeah. are you asking the blessing of a parent to have their daughter? You don't ask, like, for the son, a blessing for the son. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you're asking – it's so traditional. Like, you're asking parents to give away the daughter, like – and you're only asking what you said, the dad?
1: as if it's property. That's how they treat women also on the show. Like, it shouldn't just be about asking. They really make that a very important part of the show. And it's just so ridiculous. Like, it's so crazy. But whatever, maybe, yeah, you should ask the mom.
0: But I guess- The mom bared the child.
1: It's so crazy.
0: Like, why? It is. It is really crazy. Like, when you- analyze like gender disparity and gender inequality because it's like no one would be here without women like we literally bear children we provide humans and we gather it's insane and then you look at like congress and the supreme court and all this shit in the u.s at least and men are just constantly creating laws for women Men are creating yes, they the laws on women's bodies and abortion rights and birth control. And I know I'm going on a tangent, but come no. on.
1: Well, this is a huge issue. Men should not have power over women's bodies, nor anyone should. I feel like we should all have equal rights and there should be an equal amount of people in society and also definitely women making more decisions. Why well, is there so the thing- much corruption? It's because of men
0: do you want to know something crazy? And sorry to all our listeners, but this is obviously a topic Chloe and I are very passionate about. And this is like what I'm going to go back to school for. But in certain states, um, one, it's really crazy if you think about it, that we first of all pay for period products like tampons or pads. They should yeah. be free because we don't choose to have periods. Like So one, that's already discrimination against women. And then two, it's crazy that there's like a sales tax on period products. So in certain states, there's um, a sales tax on tampons as a luxury item. So the tax is higher. But in certain states, Viagra doesn't have a tax because it's deemed medically necessary. So you have a luxury tax on tampons. And you have no tax on Viagra.
1: That is more like, I guess, a luxury
0: item. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because periods are not enjoyable
1: and we can't help it. And
0: also, yeah. It's literally, that is a perfect example of gender discrimination.
1: Oh, definitely. And there's, it's just, it's disgusting and it's so in front of us every single day that we have to live in and yeah there should be period products everywhere accessible for women because it's not our fucking
0: Dude, choice don't okay do even get me started on period products like again this is like <laughs> what I want to research like oh my god maybe we'll do an episode on that um, I love it Julia let's do it but let's do it. so yeah men don't ask just the father for the blessing ask the mom At the end of the day? I don't know. Ask them on first. (laughs)
1: Like, come on. Out of respect fact she carried that person in her for like nine months and had to give birth to her okay. yeah ask the mother but yeah um she's a little sad whatever um <laughs> and she says that you know after him meeting her family she's now having a difficult time thinking about him being with three other girls so she's kind mm-hmm. of like kind of considering this whole thing like yeah it isn't just her which is kind of sad because you do realize that But then, yeah, we get our lovely the next day. The sun is shining and we see Brie. And she drives up in this lime neon green Jeep looking so fucking cool. But we do. So Matt does start talking and he says that, you know, he feels really comfortable with Brie, but he needs to push past that. So we do know there's something she's in it more than he is. And we're pretty aware of that throughout this episode as much as we don't want to be. I do think the relationship isn't as strong as I thought it was
0: at this point. Yeah, it's interesting. He started the day off like, yeah, with that statement, and then you can just tell it's not what everyone thought it was so you know she tells him he's she's gonna get revenge for their first date and it's just you know more triggering content for my ptsd um they go off-roading in that jeep and And nothing really happens around they do a picnic and Bree says she's scared because she can't give him a conventional family And he has a beautiful response. He's like, well, my family is anything but conventional, you know, it's fine. It was
1: beautiful. And then he starts talking about how much love his brother gave him and how much Mm. love his mom does. So it's like it is what it is. And and they kiss and they're just so happy. Okay, I also this is this sounds kind of fucked up what but why do I low-key feel like Matt and Brie are like cousins that flirt like I feel like they're yeah. so comfortable with each other yeah. but it's like this weird awkward
0: flirting I don't know do you know what I mean no I totally agree because remember when we f- the first the season first started and we were like oh my god Bree and Matt have so much chemistry blah 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 and remember I told you all my coworkers were like I don't feel like they have actual chemistry and so once I heard that I started reanalyzing everything and yeah they don't have love chemistry but they have flirty cousin chemistry
1: Flirty cousin, like chemistry. where they vibe
0: and they connect but it's not There's... love
1: that's <laughs> so weird to say no but yeah it's like they're not gonna end up together it's like a fun little spiritual excitement I don't know because I feel like it is really deep like they do have a kind of connection but their love is kind of forbidden in a
0: weird way well honestly I feel like their relationship they've just been holding on to that first date which was really good but like she's done a good job of just like being steadily at the top but now that it's just like the top four she's fallen to the bottom and like she's only she's only been able to hold on to that one date and then you can tell in this hometown date which is their next one-on-one since their last one-on-one. Yeah. Y- you can tell he's like not feeling it because his other relationships have grown. Definitely and also at the end of the episode we could talk about it but they do foreshadow what's going to be issues
1: with Brianna. Yes. And I think there's definitely going to be some blocks there. But yeah,
0: so do we want to just go into the night portion because yeah. Yes, let's get into her mom because I fucking her, love her mom.
1: mom and the baby and her cute <laughs> little friend so Matt goes walking up with a big stuffed animal and I didn't <laughs> know we're gonna see a baby that was so Aww. cute Dude, But yeah. looks
0: like annoyed with the baby it was like crying a lot
1: okay so do, do we just want to get into it when Brie yeah. holds the baby so Brie is holding this baby and so maternal, like, so beautiful holding this baby. And that is, like, Loki, like, <laughs> freaking out. He's, like, holy fuck. Like, why am I attracted to her right now? Like, this is this normal? Did we talk about wanting to have kids in real life? Like, what? That's, like, definitely...
0: Yeah. I don't know. I
1: thought she looked beautiful with the baby. And I think that he was a little freaked out. Like he was kind of frozen he for was, a little bit.
0: He was freaked. And, um, I love that her friend was there, her other friend, Bree. And oh my God, I loved when the friend was like, so like, what have you guys been doing? And the mom goes, well, we know what Matt's been doing That's- dating. And then Matt like throws it back and is like, yeah, I've been dating her. But, and the mom's like, mm-hmm, she's so awesome. The mom is beautiful and so
1: funny. She has the best energy. She is so ready to grow Matt. Cause yeah, she worked fucking hard raising Brie. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't just take my daughter, you got to work for it, and that's how old was she
0: 13, right? When she had Brie, oh my gosh, um, yeah, I think it was 13 or something very young. So, dude, yeah, this woman is so strong. So, the mom and Matt have a conversation and you know Matt is like yeah Brie and I connect on a different level because we both had single parents and then the mom is like are you falling for her or no 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 no. do you love her and then he's like I'm falling for her and then she goes okay no she says
1: interesting
0: oh she like, says interesting. interesting oh my yeah. god yeah I love that Wait, also
1: something really interesting though, Matt is kind of overlapping in what he's telling the parents because he basically says the same thing to Rachel's dad, what he says to Rachel's mom, saying that they connect in a different way,
0: Mm -hmm. that he's
1: like never felt with anyone else. And I'm like- oh, but you just said that about, okay. I don't know. I'm just, whatever. Oh, he he just feels strongly about each person and it's different, but it's like, he probably didn't mean to do that to both of them. Sorry, Matt, <laughs> for calling you out on that. I feel bad. Um, All hail Matt. I love you. Number one <laughs> fan. But Brie and the mom talk and the mom low-key thinks it's lust. Like, did you hear that? She was kind of talking about that. I was like, she's like onto some good stuff.
0: Yeah. But yeah,
1: so they're talking and they obviously have a really deep connection. And Brie says that, You know, this is the first time that I really feel seen by anyone. And the mom advises Brie to make a commitment to herself and to be honest and vulnerable. And even though it's really hard, And yeah, Brie is really scared to tell him that she loves him because she doesn't want to leave after saying that. And I feel like she has a feeling that she's going to leave.
0: This moment, like Brie and her mom are, it's just like very real and very raw. And like, you know, her mom just like gave her really good advice. And she's like, worst case scenario, like you and I will mend this broken heart together. And I don't know, it was just super sweet. I just really like her and her mom. That was I also
1: noted that. That was really beautiful. I want to mend. Can I come in and we could all mend our
0: heart <laughs> together? But, Jeez, but let's to get to into after? the. Yeah. So, oh. okay. So this part was just so cringy. I feel so bad, but I kind of love it. So Matt and Brie are together after meeting her family. And you can tell it's actually super difficult for Bree to say, like, I'm falling in love with you. Like, you can see her stress. Like, how difficult. I was like
1: there with her. Like, as she was speaking, I was, like, okay, I know exactly what she's thinking. She wants to spit it out. Yeah, it was – she's so genuine and organic and raw in front of the camera. Like, she's just so herself. Like, she really isn't, like, anyone else. She's perfect.
0: I love her, but – I wonder, mm, I don't know. It's just really, because I know she just got out of a long distance, like a long relationship is what our sources told us, um, who knows Bree. So it, I'm just very curious. Like, I'm not doubting her feelings for Matt, but I am super curious, like, how much she's falling in love with him. You know what I mean? Because she just yeah. got out of a long relationship. But she says, you know, I'm falling in love with you. And he says, thank you for sharing that. With me tonight. <laughs> in his face. Weird. It was so
1: weird. and I, But I also do have a theory. That, I mean, I do think every girl does fall in love. Because you have to. It's like a forced environment. And you're competing with other women. I agree. I think
0: yeah. I'm not doubting her. I just... I guess I'm just like weighing the options of like how much it's the environment and how much she actually likes him is what I exactly mean.
1: no but definitely and like I think that does come out in the last couple episodes because it's like okay yeah. now we're actually getting down to whether or not you want to marry this person which no one actually wants to marry each other is just kind of
0: part of the show
1: <laughs> like everyone's <laughs> like whoa whoa whoa
0: too soon let's just date um it's interesting but yeah but his face dude mm. yeah. It was not into it. Michelle's response was a lot. Um, yeah, she she would have. I think Brie would have gone home if Serena didn't send herself home.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, do we want to get into Serena, our little ray let's of sunshine? It. That's twenty one years old. Oh Canada, let's do it. Oh my gosh, I love that she's from Canada. Now I because of this episode, I do want to move there. It seems like a very
0: amazing country. Dude, we should um, go. It's I really down. really is super nice and they have a lot of like healthy vegan gluten-free options everywhere it's amazing i am
1: so down i really i really want to go to canada let's visit it's um, close to yeah. you you're so close so to New close York. only like a couple hour drive if i yeah. want to go yeah pretty cool road trip <laughs> but yeah so she is like so ready to have some fun and some silliness And Matt starts off by saying that he likes her a lot, but he wants her to see the future that he is seeing. So now we know that there is an imbalance in this relationship, which Julia called out before any of us did. But yeah, she is bringing Canada to Nemecolin. And (laughs) yeah, it's like literally just a
0: Canada-themed date. Dude, have you ever had poutine?
1: I have had poutine. It's so delicious.
0: Haley and I, so my sister, when we went to Canada we legit ate poutine like a couple of times a day for like (laughs) three or four days in a row like Haley had poutine at every single meal when we landed we went to McDonald's and got poutine it's so good dude Haley would eat that like every single meal and be so happy I took a collection of photos I'll I'll literally post them on the Instagram of all the poutines that we ate like It was fucking insane but the poutine that they had looked really gross it looked so gross Matt was like I can eat all of that and I was like uh but it doesn't look good it doesn't even look like what I feel like poutine really looks like dude you could tell that that poutine had been sitting there for such a long time because remember she quizzed Matt on like Canada facts and like that poutine was probably sitting there for four hours and the gravy gets the fries all soggy ew and it was just sitting there underneath that silver tin thing dude tin you know cover. What we should do like I know Serena has gone but like on the bachelor finale we should FaceTime and have like a can canadian themed like <laughs> party and like have like poutine and like canadian themed drinks like have you seen, I am so down have you seen their bloody do marys it. that they have in Canada no what do they do with them crazy it's like okay this sounds weird and i never had one but it's like a caesar salad bloody mary where they have like a shrimp in it (laughs) i don't know oh my gosh it's like crazy
1: do people eat the shrimp i mean it's a great, great protein right it's weird um, we don't have to have those but like we should do that like we should have poutine I am so down I would love to have a Canadian themed party and all the food Canadian yes. I just want to be Canadian now I just want to run away and I want to live in Canada Wait, um did you
0: see that Matt never had has never had ham he was like I've had spam and then I was like <laughs> it was ham
1: it's ham Matt Matt was like totally (laughs) (laughs) being bullied today by Serena for not knowing
0: specific things. Dude, that's why she broke up with him. She's like, You never had ham, but you've had spam. Wait. So weird
1: so why hasn't he had ham before that's a very common thing to have
0: interesting I don't know like I don't eat my family doesn't eat ham like I would never eat ham but then you would have ham like ham sandwiches like ham and cheese sandwich like when you're a kid yeah I mean but, maybe, but to yeah. never
1: try it like that's kind no. of like
0: whoa like I've Super definitely weird. tried it. it's not my my favorite but like yeah dude it's like pretty whack but Okay. I love how they recycled the ice rink twice for Serena. Very inventive.
1: I know. Very inventive. I also love that Matt was like, I would crush her, but he's letting her win or something. And he kept saying like, dang it. Every time he would (laughs) miss it, he'd be like,
0: dang it. And I was like, Matt, what would you say if you actually missed it? He's actually (laughs) super silly. Like he has such a silly personality and they just like haven't showed it, which is such a bummer. You know, like Especially, you know, he's the first Black Bachelor, and you would think they, they would put more of a storyline and emphasis on him, his personal story, and they literally haven't. They have not at all. We've barely talked about his personal story, maybe briefly
1: in the first episode, and then after that, we haven't heard anything about him. I would love to hear him maybe talk more about his mom, more about his job that he's doing in the city, like helping his gardens. Kids his gardens i know and they never talk about that we actually this is kind of an issue abc check yeah. yourself. so matt is again nervous cuz he's like nervous for everyone he <laughs> said he's beyond nervous for this one I because feel like he wants
0: very sorry nervous. i feel like he's super nervous though like with yeah. serena
1: he really likes her um he says that she is someone he can see himself with for the rest of his life, which I think is a really serious thing to say. I know he said serious stuff about that with Rachel, but I don't think he's really said that really with anyone else. Maybe Michelle sometimes, but with her, he's like, in this date, he is determined.
0: Yeah, and also, he has only wore a turtleneck in this hometown all the other hometowns, he did not wear a turtleneck.
1: This is meaningful. Turtlenecks are his favorite thing to wear. Like, this is when yeah. he feels the most confident, most mat like self.
0: Yes. Wow
1: and he's wearing it for this day Mm -hmm. but her family is so adorable like and they're all crying and she's just so cute Serena talks to her sister do we want to just jump into that
0: yeah let's do it
1: Serena opens up and says that she feels herself kind of catching up with his feelings but not quite yet and her sister asks her are you in love and she's like I'm falling won't say love mm-hmm. and then the sister says that you know there's something missing
0: yeah and her sister's pretty savage
1: the sister kind of just reads her like a book and then she's <laughs> like really this is like what's been going on this and entire- like there's never been a problem like Matt Serena's been so confident about Matt and her sister says one little thing and she's like <laughs> re-questioning everything like yes. what is, like um but yeah And then Serena, what, she talks to her dad and then now she doesn't feel sure and she's more confused than ever. And then she talks to her mom and her mom is like, is he intellectually stimulating?
0: I loved the questions her mom was asking her. Like, it was like, do you enjoy your time? Is he intellectually stimulating? Does he make you feel good about yourself? Like, those are, like, genuine questions, not, like, do you like him? Like, that's, like, the mom is asking Serena, like, how does he make you feel instead of, like, how do you feel about him? Definitely. And
1: I think everyone in a relationship should read that list off and see if they check off those questions. Cause I think that would be really important, but yeah, definitely. So, you know, we just see that there's a lot of doubt on her face and she's super distraught. She can't explain how she feels. And now there's this deep doubt and she feels like there's like a pit in her stomach about falling in love with him. I don't know. Yeah, there's,
0: She says there's something missing, basically. Like, there's this doubt and she doesn't know where it's coming from. And they talk about, like, her last relationship, which Serena did kind of talk about on her one-on-one, her first one-on-one with Matt. And it was sad. Like, she was, like, you know, she was so sure in the relationship and then she was still wrong because it didn't work out. And that is, like, heartbreaking. I felt so bad hearing that. Especially if she's a Scorpio, yeah. that would hurt deep, so deeply. And I feel like
1: we don't really see what's underneath because I think she's a little shy with her emotions. So I can't imagine what she's going through.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially really feel, like it. in a relationship when like you think it's the one and you think it's so good, it's so good, and you're so sure, and then it doesn't work out. That's just like crushing. And then you see things so differently looking back. It's like, oh whoa yeah and then you have so much fear going into your next relationships. So you're like well can I even trust myself is how she's feeling like can I trust my gut because my gut was wrong and that's scary
1: definitely that's super scary but yeah do we want to get in onto the part where Matt and Serena sit outside <laughs> and they talk <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing <laughs> this poor guy poor guy but yeah so she says that there's internal struggles with herself and that has nothing to do with him but he kind of advises her to just be present because he's having the same thoughts and he is going through the same thing but obviously she just like doesn't like
0: him that much anymore she doesn't like him and it was interesting because she was like said she'll try to trust him And that's, like, kind of a red flag, like, if she can't trust him, you know? And, like, I feel like he does like the mystery of her, and he kind of likes the um, chasing game. But I wrote in my notes, like, I thought Brie was going home. Like, I didn't think she was going to leave. I know. I did not think she was going to leave. But it
1: was, like, a spiral. Like, oh, fuck. Now she's questioning it. It's like she's leaving.
0: Yeah. Um, You could see, actually, when she was talking to her sister, and her sister said something her entire demeanor changed. Like her face like flipped upside down Definitely. and then that's when she turned that's when it all
1: turned and when she got that validation from her sister she's like oh I'm out <laughs> I'm yeah. out of this. but yeah so he talks to he who must not be named but it's really not I mean he just kind of talks about how Serena likes you know there's something going on
0: yeah so basically he um is frustrated because Serena isn't meeting him halfway and all the other women oh. are And so he decides this is the perfect time to talk to her about it but uh I don't know this conversation is so like blindsiding her and I feel like she probably needed a little more time to prepare I feel kind of bad for her oh definitely I mean she wasn't dressing up like the other woman I think she thought she was gonna go to his hotel and talk to him and then she was obviously shocked when he walked in
1: oh definitely but that's kind of intrusive I feel like can you give me space until I'm ready to talk to you Right. That's what I mean. She needed a little
0: more time.
1: Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so they sit down and talk. Matt says that he knows that she's had moments of doubts and he he became aware of them after meeting her family. And she said that she couldn't talk about her feelings with him. And she thought initially it was fear. But she says that if she's being honest with herself, that it's more than that. It comes down to the fact that she doesn't think Matt is her person. And I think that's really what it narrows down to.
0: Yeah, and then our poor baby Matt just looked so sad. Like It hey, was a think- long pause. Yeah, he was he was like pretty shocked. And I thought it was just funny. Like he kept just saying like, oh, it sucks to hear yeah. this. And like, I don't know. He, he just kept saying, I don't know. This sucks. I don't know. This sucks. Like he didn't expect that. I don't think at all. It stinks. He even said that one. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it stinks.
0: And he felt like... I li- it literally looked like he took a punch he was surprised but I and then when he was like crying in his confessional <gasps> I mean I love when men cry but I think his fear and his emo. well first I think his emotions were just like built up pent up emotions from the whole process but I feel like his fear more was driven not by Serena but it, his fear that Rachel would do the same thing
1: oh definitely I think he's super freaked out now and really thrown off and I do think wow. I mean, obviously, it triggered something. He says that you know, because of that, now he just wants to run away because he runs away from every conversation he doesn't want to have, and now he's super freaked out that the other woman's feelings are gonna change. That's yeah, scary. very powerful. He I love that he shared his emotions like that. It was, it was really beautiful, but yeah. So then uh we get to the rose ceremony, nothing much. The woman walk in, they're like, Oh, where's Serena? And, you know, he kind of talks about Well, actually, I did note something before over a voiceover. Matt does claim that he wished that he had that conversation with Serena weeks ago. He is, like, really upset about it. And he announces that Serena went home because she's not ready for an engagement. And now when he gives a rose, it means a lot more than that. And it's more like a promise. I feel like he's, like, kind of scaring them. He's like, when you accept this rose, like, you better mean it.
0: I just think it was funny because he's like, I want you to think long and hard about, like, your intentions before you accept this rose. And then he takes like a two-second pause and he's like, Michelle. (laughs) And it's like,
1: what? (laughs) I know, at least give them like a minute (laughs) to think about it, not two seconds. (laughs) But yeah, and then Brie is upset that she was the last person to accept the rose and I don't think, I mean, whatever, Brie said that, whatever. It doesn't really mean anything, but obviously that was put there for a reason. So I yeah. do think that's foreshadowing to the next episode. And do we want to make like our predictions? Because I guess fuck, Mary kill. We only have like
0: what? I'll do fuck, Mary kill. Let's just do it. So okay. I would marry Michelle's dad because I love him so much. <laughs> Jealous. I want Michelle's dad. <laughs> Dude, we could share Threpple, I'm down. I'm so down for a modern marriage.
1: <laughs> Michelle's dad <laughs> will support us all, like the whole way. Yeah, um,
0: dude. Um, who I, would you fuck?
1: I think I would fuck, honestly, I don't know, but maybe Serena P's dad, since he's Canadian and seems oh. really sweet. Maybe in another oh. lifetime. Hmm. His soul was really beautiful.
0: Yeah. yeah. I feel like I would fuck, um, dude. Bree's friend was really beautiful. Oh shoot, but yeah. I would want to marry also Bree's mom. I want to marry <gasps> Bree's mom and Bree or Michelle's dad. Definitely.
1: I would wanna yeah, definitely. Those are my top two.
0: Who would you I would kill, kill Rachel's dad just because of yeah. the things that I know that he said on the internet.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. But yeah, I mean, I do think that it's going to be Michelle and Rachel at the end of this. And I do think Rachel wins.
0: It was interesting though in the promo. So there wasn't a lot of Rachel. Did you notice that like it was a lot of scenes of Brie and Michelle and there was only like one or two close-ups of Rachel like I still think she wins like I feel like they're trying to hide that she wins but why do you think Matt's crying?
1: Okay whoa I just got the preview for the woman tell all I didn't know
0: there was a preview for the (gasps) fantasy suites episode. So there's a preview to the fantasy suites and it's like a lot of Brie like it's like the same scene of him and Brie in the morning and Michelle him and Michelle are doing this like bath shower scene and then there's barely any Rachel and then it's like a scene of Rachel being like I can't do this anymore and then Matt is like sobbing and then Matt is with he who must not be named and he who must not be named is like are you okay and Matt is crying and he's like no I'm not okay like I don't know if I can keep going and I feel like it has to do about rage. But I'm just, I don't know. I want to know why he's crying. But I feel like we know that rage wins. Yeah, now. she definitely
1: wins. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I can't wait to watch this trailer.
0: Yeah, wow, you have to watch a it.
1: scene
0: Yeah, it looks pretty steamy. But it will also be interesting to see who is going to host after the final rose. Because I know. know he who must not be named won't be hosting it oh my gosh I wonder who it will be Rachel Lindsay I would I don't know if she would I feel like she's just tired I feel like Mike Johnson would be a really good candidate I love Mike Johnson he's a big walking teddy bear and he's so happy all the time
1: he's so cute I love he'd be a great host I love it okay well thank you for listening to our episode Keep on liking our Instagrams. We think that
0: we're what is it? Shadow banned.
1: I think we're shadow banned. So this happened to a friend of mine, and I do believe that because we post about alcohol, we are breaking some policies (laughs) on Instagram, and now all of our posts are on everyone's back burner. And basically, (laughs) that's why no one likes our posts. I hope that's the reason why, because (laughs) we get two likes. It's actually like not normal. And I do think also maybe my Instagram is trying be- <laughs> <laughs> so I knew it's easier everything, <laughs> but actually I do think it is because we have tried to promote our post that has alcohol in it, and it's, yeah, Instagram, we're not Instagram's biggest fan, so. They
0: don't like us, they're- We're not, yeah. Confusing, but- We'll try to get unshadow banned and yeah, at least figure it out. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate all the listens. Um, just a heads up when the bachelor season ends, we will be going back to our series episodes. It's gonna be a different series, um, other than astrology. We're kind of tossing back um ideas right now. If you guys have any ideas or requests, just let us know. We would love it. We're so excited
1: to do our next series. It's going to be so awesome. It's pretty exciting. But yeah, everyone have a great night. Drink your tequila sodas. (laughs) Drink your special drinks with Diet Coke. And yeah, we'll see you later.
0: This you. Thank you. Thank you.